Hello, friends. Patrick McFarlane here of the Liberty Bigly podcast and the Liberty Weekly podcast. Um, I'm recording this episode in my bed, which is incredible and awesome because Anchor FM allows me to do this. And I should be getting money for plugging them all the time, but I really do just enjoy this ability to quick publish episodes off the cuff. And this one, I'm if everything worked out properly, you would have heard Blink-182's Do Aliens Exist in the beginning of this episode. Because this episode is going to, I'm just going to talk a little bit about aliens and whether aliens exist, whether intelligent life exists elsewhere. But another theme in this podcast is going to be the fact that I do listen to and watch people other than libertarian things. And maybe the theme of this week is going to be talking about things other than libertarianism as I spoke about hockey parallels to libertarianism. And I can't even remember what my last Liberty Bigly episode was about. I think that was it. But today, Sunday, June 9th, um, I had an episode of the Liberty Bigly podcast published into the Liberty Weekly podcast feed, which should have gone out to the Libertarian Institute feed as well. Hopefully that would have drawn some new listeners into this podcast because I'm finding that I get excited more so about what I'm doing on this podcast right now than I am on the Liberty Weekly podcast. Maybe that will change, um, but this just really... I don't know. It's been a lot of fun. It's been refreshing to talk about things other than libertarianism. It's been pretty cathartic. Um, Okay, I have talked about things, mostly libertarianism on this show, but it has been cathartic to have kind of... I get stressed out sometimes when I do the proper podcast because I feel like maybe performance anxiety now. But on this show... I can talk about whatever I want and what really makes me happy. So that's been fun as well. So I hope you're enjoying this show. Um, Let's uh, stay on topic here. So one of the big people that, oh, I wanted to say, you should have heard Aliens Exist by Blink-182 at the beginning if you're listening on Anchor FM or if you're listening on Spotify because Anchor allows, Spotify owns Anchor.fm. And if you are listening on those brands, they let you put in music that Spotify is authorized to play without getting copyright violations. So I'm going to try and see if that works. The rest of you won't hear that. You'll just hear the intro cut in with whatever music sound blurb that I choose. Um, But so one person that I listen to and watch a lot on YouTube is this guy named Richard Dolan. And I've really enjoyed watching his work. He does a show with his wife, Tracy, called Intelligent Disclosure. And he has been on the History Channel several times. He's been on um, feature full-length films about the, well, about aliens. He's one of the world's foremost leading historians on the alien question, extraterrestrial. I've heard uh, there's this project called MUFON. And I'll try and put links in the show notes page as well. But MUFON, try, I forgot what it means. So I don't follow this very closely, but I think it's um, it's really interesting. But So MUFON stands for Mutual UFO Network. And according to Wikipedia, the Mutual UFO Network is a U.S.-based nonprofit organization 
Composed of civilian volunteers who study alleged UFO sightings, it is one of the oldest and largest organizations of its kind, claiming more than 4,000 members worldwide with chapters and representatives in more than 43 countries and all 50 states. Wow. Well, it has 4,000 members worldwide. That doesn't seem like it's very large. But from what I've gathered on MUFON, you can get... So I have kind of surveyed the the uh, the UFO space. And it seems to me, I'm going to plug Richard Dolan, because he seems to me to be one of the most level-headed members and big figures of the UFO movement. Or I, I'm so used to saying the Liberty Movement, but the UFO field or the UFO phenomenon. And so... According to Wikipedia, he is an American author, historian, publisher, and conspiracy theory analyst. And this is how I got into him because I watched some of his conspiracy theory. He also does like so he does a lot of work on false flags as well, and that's kind of how I found him. And then I started watching his UFO content as well. And I've been following him for maybe a year, and I haven't even mentioned him on the Liberty Weekly podcast. Um, But I wanted to edge this in with James Corbett a little bit, too, because Corbett does not believe in aliens and thinks that if aliens do exist, which, wait, he he doesn't think they exist, but rather he would say that what we know to be aliens is actually secret black budget um, technology and the Air Force practicing you know, with their, their secret warfare technology. And maybe they want us to think that I don't want to put words in his mouth and I could just ask him and he has episodes on this. Uh, Maybe I'll throw in a link, a YouTube link to a, um, an alien ask Corbett Q for C questions for Corbett episode where he talked about aliens, but he thinks that, I don't want to put words in his mouth, but if I remember correctly, I think he thinks that the alien question is just kind of a false flag, and maybe it will be posed in the future that there will be a quote-unquote alien invasion that will make the Earth band together to form a one-world government, and that might be the catalyst of fake alien invasion. Maybe that... I've heard that elsewhere. Maybe it wasn't from Corbett, but I'll try and include a link in the show notes page to something like that. So I don't know. Um, Richard Dolan has presented lots and lots of evidence and he's written several books. Um, These are his works. UFOs in the national security state chronology of a cover up. And that's 1940 covering years, 1941 to 1973. His second book is UFOs in the National Security State, The Cover-Up Exposed, 1973 to 1991. And then in 2010, he published a book, After Disclosure, The People's Guide to Life After Contact. And in 2014, he published UFOs for the 21st Century Mind, A Fresh Guide to an Ancient Mystery. And if I'm not mistaken, I think he has some more books coming up. He also, so he does Intelligent Disclosure show on YouTube. He also has um, a podcast that he does, The Richard Dolan Show. And I really enjoy it. And he seems to have liberty-oriented politics. I don't want to say he's a libertarian, but he he is very distrustful of government in any means, especially through false flags. He's vocally criticized governments, and he 
seems free market friendly to me. I'm not sure. But I wish that him and Corbett would get together and talk about um, maybe Corbett could prod him on the alien question. But also, I think that they could just talk about false flags because Dolan knows his stuff. And there's a lot of his presentations on YouTube about false flags and not just UFO stuff. So he's really awesome. And if you go to his website at Richard Dolan Press, Richard spelled the regular way Dolan, D-O-L-A-N, press, all one word, obviously. Um, You can find a lot of his content. Also, just search Richard Dolan on YouTube. He's incredible. Um, But I don't know how I feel about the alien question, because, like I said, having followed Richard Dolan for years, well, a year and a half now, back when I still lived in the Twin Cities, I remember watching his content and listening to his stuff. So, but I, I don't know. He, it's just, he documents it very well. And he has dealt with lots of skeptics before. He also is very good. He has contacts. Well, you know, a lot of these UFO people, they have quote unquote contacts, but he has interviewed thousands of whistleblowers or what have you. And you could be skeptical about this all you want. I don't know. I really don't. I'm not wed up with this issue too much. I just think it's really interesting and fun to think about. It's in the conspiracy realm. So, but he, I think he's very discerning about this and he, you know, although he supports it, he's a skeptical within the UFO community. So he would strongly put forth that yes, UFOs are real. Yes. The government has covered it up. Yes. There are crafts, And there's been a huge um, release. His most recent video, apparently there was just the UFO leak of the century is what he's calling it. That just happened. A former DIA official um, was questioning private black budget organizations about it. And they had admitted to him. And this was in the DIA's officials, official notes on his like meeting notes that he was questioning these private organizations and they were denying him access, but they admitted as much that they had a alien craft that was not of this world that they had been attempting for decades to reverse engineer. And they had built prototypes based off of that reverse engineered technology. But that having been said, it was very, um, they, they, they were having a lot of trouble doing it and they weren't able to reverse engineer all the technology from it. So that that was a disclosure, quote-unquote, that just happened. And uh, he's kind of been saying with his wife, Tracy, that disclosure is going to be happening gradually, and then it might even be happening right now. And so that's very interesting. He's also kind of talked about, um, you know, I was going to say, I'm going to try and play Blink-182 at the beginning of this because Tom DeLonge, the lead singer of Blink-182, or former lead singer of Blink-182 and Angels and Airwaves, he is involved with this To the Stars Academy, which actually has a lot of Department of Defense officials on it. And he was on Joe Rogan talking about aliens and talking about all these contacts that he's had with the Defense Department and those kind of things. Um, And I just thought it was very interesting because Joe Rogan obviously hated him and hated having him on the show. 
So I thought that episode of Joe Rogan was really funny. Um, I like Tom DeLonge, but he he did seem pretty manic throughout that. And I know he's had problems with painkillers in the past because his back or something like that. But if you listen to Angels and Airwaves, they just sound like um, what I would describe that rush. That Okay, I've never done um, heroin or... I've had painkillers for my wisdom teeth, but I would call that the sound of angels and airwaves when it's playing the sound of the rush when you get high on painkillers. That's what the band sounds like to me. And Tom DeLonge seems like kind of a narcissist, Um, but I don't know. I I do like Tom DeLonge. I like Tom DeLonge when he was in Blink-182, and I like angels and airwaves too. But yeah, I find it hard to believe that he, because this To the Stars Academy thing, if you've looked into it, is a really weird kind of, I don't I don't know if it's like a startup, but it's this weird education system designed to get children interested in space and aliens, kind of. It has, like, implies that, but it has real defense officials on it. And if you just Google to the Stars Academy, you'll see what it is. But there's re- there's been press releases with Tom DeLong and these defense officials, defense department officials on it. It's so strange. And, I mean, you could tell that Rogan was not buying it at all and not amused, but it has legit credentials behind it. It's, it's weird. You gotta think it's some kind of a psyop or something. I really don't know. But, um, yeah, Richard Dolan. So he has a lot. What I was saying, though, is he is very discerning about his sources, and I trust him most out of all of the alien people I've talked to. And he gets on with legitimate people, and he has been known to call people out within the UFO community saying that, you know, people need to take us seriously. We can't just be spouting off all of this crazy shit. There's a lot of hucksters in the UFO movement, and we need to weed those people out. So he has my respect on that front. Plus, I mean, the fact that he's done all of this false flag stuff, he's really, he's anti-war, you know, because he knows about all the false flag stuff. So that kind of falls into place. So it'd be really interesting to hear Corbett talk to Richard Dolan if, if they met up and did kind of a... a a crossover show or what have you. But Dolan is very popular. He has a rather large following, not just on YouTube, but across the world. And he does all these talks and stuff. I'd love to have Dolan on my show, but I'd be severely outclassed. And I mean, he's been on the history channel and stuff. So I don't know how approachable he is. I haven't tried to reach out to him. I don't, I know nothing about this, but well, I wouldn't say I know nothing. I don't know very much about it. Not enough to talk to him on any kind of serious level. Nothing that would be productive enough for a show, maybe. Maybe if I put more time into it. But he, I would say, though, that from watching Richard Dolan's content and from hearing him talk about it, there are maybe, maybe I'll try and find an episode that and put it in the show notes. I'm really making a lot of work for myself here late on a Sunday night. But if you go on his show or on his YouTube channel and look at something that kind of presents the case about why UFOs exist and why they're actually extraterrestrials, I would say that there may be enough to overcome probable cause. 
and or um a preponderance of the evidence standard which would be 51%. I would say it's 51% possible that aliens do exist just judging from what he is presented. Maybe a little maybe a little higher. I'm not really all that sure, but it's definitely compelling what he presents. And so what does that mean? Because he really ties together one of the themes he talks about is tying together so if extraterrestrials exist, then the whole nature of the state changes, I think. Or there there now the nature of the state doesn't change, but the implications really change because you would have to think that aliens existing would have something to play with the elite and with the deep state. And I would think that those two questions and the um what's the word I'm looking for, not demographics, but the maybe anthropology or the typology of the state, I think would very much change if it turned out that aliens do exist. I would think that the elites would know about it. They would be involved with it. Maybe some of the elites are extraterrestrials and we're kind of getting into um, David Icke territory a little bit with the reptilians and all that crap. But you would have to think, you know, if aliens do exist, does that change? Does it make David Icke and what he's saying more plausible, perhaps, and not quite as as crazy? I'm just asking questions here because um, you know nothing's for certain. Pretty skeptical, but it's always fun to entertain. But I mean, as I said, if Richard Dolan can put forward this uh, preponderance of an evidence saying that, well, there's compelling evidence here that would support the notion that aliens do exist, and if aliens did exist, yes, that might change the question of, it might make a lot more things possible. David Icke territory, what have you. I will say, though, that David Icke and what he puts forward, I have watched David Icke's stuff. I've also watched Mark Passio's stuff which Mark Passio is a great ANCAP and a good voice, I think, for the movement. He He's he's quite a bit intense, as he would say. But Mark Passio also gets into the political ponerology, which I've talked about on my show, the Liberty Weekly podcast. And I'm interested in those questions, too. I think the political ponerology one I'd have to find a show note for. Maybe I'll find it as I'm talking here. Hopefully you can't hear it, but um, I did do a show on that. Political ponerology is just the study of evil. There was a book written about it um, by this Polish psychiatrist, and he rewrote it three times. It's a crazy story behind it. You'll have to watch my episode or listen to my episode. It was pretty early in the podcast about the political ponerology question. So what I was going to say, though, is that, you know, David Icke is is very interesting, I think. And he, you know, I'm not too familiar with what he says about libertarianism, but guys like Press for Truth, um, guys like uh, Jason Burmess and Luke Rudkowski of We Are Change have they have talked with David Icke and interviewed him. And, you know, I think he's he's more liberty-oriented. But 
no matter how crazy his ideas are, he's not dangerous. I mean, no one has killed anyone over what David Icke has said, but the lies told by New York Times destroyed countries. So that's something to think about. So I didn't fuck, I think I'd be talking about David Icke in this episode, but that political ponerology, I talked about it with American Psycho, and that was episode 22 of the podcast, libertyweekly.net forward slash 22. So apologies if I've kind of strain, uh, strayed a little bit from the alien question, but I think these are all kind of interrelated. So just trying to think. So yes, I think that the alien question, if aliens are real, they would be very closely tied in with the state and those questions of the state. And that's why it's a very interesting question. You know, maybe James Corbett would say that aliens aren't real and what we would see as aliens are really just black budget um, spacecraft or, you know, aircraft started by the United States. But another topic, and I'll close after this, but another topic that really comes up too is this idea of a breakaway civilization, this idea that the elites have access. There may be 20 or 30 years technologically into the future out past the consumer market. And if there are these private entities that are intertwined with the state, get benefits from the state, these private corporations fascistic corporations in the state are married to produce a class of people that are a breakaway civilization. They are leaving the rest of us behind and breaking away from us and creating this new second tier civilization with all these technologies that they have, that they have created and are blocking the rest of of us off from. And this kind of sounds like that show, that movie Elysium, I think, with Matt Damon that came out. And that was more of a Marxist kind of leaning movie with Marxist undertones. But it could be, you know, a fascistic state of being, too, just being left behind. Kind of like um, that movie with the train. I keep forgetting where the train is going around the world. What the hell's that movie called? I just can't remember what it's called. It's a really good one, and I've watched it a few times. But maybe I'll think of it as I kind of close up here. But so I think that really, and that's why the alien question would also play into the the elites and society breaking away, because you would think that that would have something to do with it. And I mean, if you get into the Bohemian Grove kind of stuff and the Bilderberg meetings and the idea that all of these elites are uh, psychic vampires, which are sucking the life force out of, out of children, maybe to become immortal in some way to keep their youth. This really deep dive. I don't think that Dolan like believes in all this stuff. I think he's a pretty safe bet. You know, I've kind of strayed in this episode and kind of gone down the rabbit hole of things that I know about and things I've watched about. But Dolan is, I don't know, he, for being a UFO guy, what maybe one of the UFO guys, he doesn't really go off on many crazy, crazy wormhole rabbit holes like this. I mean, he believes in remote viewing, but I don't think that's too crazy. And his wife claims to be a remote viewer. And before you roll your eyeballs out of your head, um, 
the CIA has spent a lot of time and attention, and this is documented and not very like um, to conspiracy theory, but the CIA has spent a lot of time researching remote viewing very seriously. And if they take it seriously, I think that we shouldn't just, you know, guffaw at it and laugh it out of the park. But I think maybe that might be the most crazy thing that Richard Dolan believes in quote unquote crazy. He doesn't dive in all the, you know, stuff I've been talking about with David Icke or Alex Jones, Bohemian Grove stuff. But the point I was getting at is that if you, if aliens are real and they're involved in the political elite, then the Bohemian Grove stuff isn't that crazy and vice versa, I think. And there are a lot of compelling documented things about the Bohemian Grove question and the fact at least that these people are freaking weird, man, what's going on. So I don't know how much of it I believe, but it's things that I've gone down the rabbit hole on maybe in the last two or three years that I believed a lot more in, or that I was looking at a lot more closely at the beginning of the podcast when I was doing this. And I still think it's interesting, but I have other things to worry about, you know, You'll never get a real clear answer on those questions, but the fact is is that I can't spend my time thinking about those things or dying on a hill for these things. Um, maybe I think it's compelling in my mind, but the most important thing going on for me right now is my job and my life and my family, taking care of them and not um, fighting on behalf of these wormholes or what have you or trying to figure out definitively what, what exactly is going on. And at this point, it's just, you know, moderate interest and kind of entertainment. So, yeah, this is the UFO question is one wing of that entertainment. And I would suggest starting out with Richard Dolan. He provides compelling, very well cited, very um, evidence that he scrutinized very well. And I think that for any source, that would be credible. I mean... A, a good credible place to start and look to people that he has interviewed and talked to. Because like I said, there are people like Corey good, especially that he's called BS on saying that this is, this is BS. It's not maybe, maybe it's disinformation campaigns by people who don't really want the truth about UFOs to get out. I don't know, but it's interesting. So I think I'll close there. I think that's a good bookend to this podcast. Hopefully you found it interesting. Um, and like I said, you know, in the last few minutes, don't take it too seriously. Um, I try not to take it too seriously, but there's definitely compelling things there. And, you know, fun to research. Maybe you stumble upon things that tip the scale more than a preponderance of the evidence standard. Maybe you get 70 or 80% aliens are definitely real. And you can have a lot of fun postulating about that. But at the end of the day, like I said, you know, take care of your family, take care of your friends, maybe advocate a little bit on the side. So uh, please subscribe to the show, rate it, review it, comment it, share it. That's at anchor.fm forward slash Liberty Bigly, B-I-G-L-Y, Liberty spelled the regular way. Support my work and the work at Liberty Weekly and the work that my producer Cody is doing, slaving away for me, um, for money, that is, but also because he's a good guy and believes in helping Liberty in the show.
very excited about having him on board. So throw him and us some bones at patreon.com forward slash Liberty Weekly. Also, there's a PayPal link at libertyweekly.net. You can send those funds one time directly or set up recurring donations. Also, Amazon shopping at Amazon or libertyweekly.net forward slash Amazon. Sign up for the email list at libertyweekly.net forward slash email. Join the Discord community at libertyweekly.net forward slash Discord. Or check out the new Liberty Weekly Reddit at reddit.com forward slash r forward slash Liberty Weekly. And I think that's all the plugs for this show. Thanks so much for listening. Peace out.